Hello and welcome to the very first PLUS Careers podcast. If you read PLUS regularly, you will know that it has a careers library with interviews with working mathematicians telling us what they do in their jobs and how they ended up doing it. From now on, every careers article will be accompanied by a podcast of the interview. And for this, the very first PLUS Careers podcast, I've been talking to Naira Chamberlain, who's a mathematical modeling consultant. Over to you, Naira. Hello, my name is Nora Chamberlain. I'm a mathematical modelling consultant working for the LSE group. I'm also a part-time PhD student at Portsmouth University. Can you tell us when you became interested in mathematics and why? Um, mathematics was always my um, strongest subject. Um, I didn't have the passion for mathematics when I was a teenager. Uh, probably the reason why is was my dad. You see, my dad's from Jamaica. And in Jamaica, they have a motto, never guess. So my dad used to get me to work out all these problems like directions to London or, you know, times table to Blackpool. And if I just tell him the answer, he said, are you guessing? And I said, yes. And then henceforth, I had to find an alternative way of working things out. And it was by doing mathematics. And then um, you went to do a degree in mathematics? Yes, I did, did my degree at um, what was called then Coventry Polytechnic. Um, yes, I, en- I enjoyed um, my mathematics degree at Coventry. It was like... That's when probably my passion for mathematics grew and actually tackling hard uh, hard problems and actually applying the the the, um, the motto that comes from Jamaica, you know, the harder the better, the sweeter the victory. I mean, you know, math, math problems are hard, but the sweeter the victory when you solve it. So you enjoy the process of doing mathematics? Absolutely. You're now working as a mathematical modeler. How did you get into that? After my mathematics degree, I, I did take a, a year out and I went on to a manager's course. But part of that manager's course, you had to do like a six weeks placement at a management company. But I decided to do it at Aston Science Park as a mathematician. And I worked for a company that looked at um, material science. So I was doing mathematical modelling of mat- how materials behave in aggressive circumstances, such as cavitation, corrosion, which is used in the, the field of tribology. Did you know anything about materials? No, I didn't know anything about materials. It was the case. That I suppose that's one of the nice things about being a, a mathematical modeler. You have to go in, you have to learn the subject, and you apply your mathematics to it, or you have to learn new mathematics to go and solve the problem. As a mathematician, you're expected to solve the problem. You're not expected to come up with excuses. So the first thing you do, let's say you don't know, haven't got a clue uh, about the subject, is actually speaking to the subject matter experts, seeing, seeing what they're, they're saying about the subject, and form a, a mathematical model based on, based on their experience. What did you do after your placement? Right. After my placement, I did the MSc in Industrial Mathematical Modelling at uh, Loughborough University. And then I did my, um, let's say, my first career uh, mathematical job, which was for a company called TNN Technology, who were the research and development centre of, of TNN. TNN, they manufacture automotive components. And what I was doing was looking at piston slap noise, piston dynamics, um, piston skirt movement, um, gaskets. So again, a whole new set of physics and technology that you had to learn about. Yes, I mean, that's, you know, it's, like, it's a case of actually going in, looking at the mathematics, working from first principles to see where the actual mathematics comes from. But I um, mean, what was the um, good thing was that I, I worked in a department mostly made up of mechanical engineers and um, and the fluid dynamical engineers, and I was the only mathematician. So actually, to come down from the absolute theoretical mathematical bottom-up technique, you, I got a deeper understanding of the of the principles. And was it, was it during this job that you went to France? Yes, I mean, so tell us a bit about the time in France. Okay, in mean, my time in France, I went to work in a place called Potier, uh, which is just south of the Loire Valley, and there I was looking at again um, piston dynamics, modeling piston dynamics and piston slap noise, um, because uh, then there was some sort of legislation to say that. 
what they wanted to do was they wanted to reduce the actual ignition noise of uh, diesel engines and also just looking at uh, mathematical modelling, how to change the design of the piston to try and, and achieve that objective. Did you enjoy your time in France? Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, so my name got changed from Nara Chamberlain to Nira Shambhala. <laughs> and um, that part of France, they had an attitude is that if you don't speak French, you don't eat. So I lost a lot of weight and became fluent. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Okay, so you came back from from France, and what did you do after? Okay, I came back from France, remained at my um, remained at um, TNN for about another year, and then I went on to from the automotive industry to the aerospace industry. I worked for a company called EDS, an IT company, but I worked on the Rolls Royce account. There, what I was doing was looking after the um, aircraft engines and simulation tools. You know, making sure that they they did what they're supposed to do. Let's say they had a simulation tool that needed extra functionality or an extra feature. Wanted to move the simulation much more to, to a closer reality and that needed like a new mathematical algorithm into it. That's what I was doing. Then I went off and worked for a, a company called Avantica, which was used to be called British Gas Research. And the, I knew it was only there for a short period and there was just looking at uh, sort of called structural reliability uh, uh, analysis, which was looking at combining statistics with, with me mechanics. Uh, and that was good. And what exactly what were you doing there? I mean, what was it for? What was the purpose of it? Okay, the purpose of it is, let's say, for instance, you have, let's say, a pipeline, and what they want to do is, is work out the probability of that pipeline um, exploding if a crane hits into it. The philosophy was that it's saying when, when most people do mathematical modelling, they tend to model a perfect component or, or a perfect car or a perfect aeroplane. What does these guys say? They're saying, well, look at a pipeline. The pipeline will not be perfect. It may not have this. Per it will not have perfect geometry. It may be corroded. It may have some damage. And that, and that is what we should model. We use statistics to actually model that. And henceforth, we should get closer to reality. You collect data, you come up with a um, probability distribution, you combine that into your, um, to your equations, and then from that you can actually do your prediction of the probability that the pipeline will actually fail. How long did you work there again? I wasn't there for long, I was only there for six months, and then I went into my uh, present job. Okay, so tell us more about your present job then. Okay, well, present job, um, I'm a mathematical modelling consultant. Um, what I do is I tend to go up and down the country around to uh, clients' um, uh, sites to solve uh, complex mathematical problems if they have, a, they have a problem which they haven't got anybody to solve and not actually go and solve it. Let's say that they need a bespoke modelling set to, to give and to solve their specific problem as opposed to buying something commercial off, off the shelf. Are there problems from a particular area? Are there all kinds of problems? Well, problems tends to be a high, a high emphasis on defence logistics. That's, that's, where, that's where most of my problems actually lie and that's what I tend to do. Can you give some examples, or are they all secret? You <laughs> could. Um, yeah, I'll give you, give you some, some examples. Like, for instance, I mean, the current project I'm working on is the future aircraft carrier, the HMS Queen Elizabeth and HMS Prince of Wales, which will be uh, coming into service hopefully in the next decade. Um, one of the things I was looking at that is looking at the through-life um, cost modelling of that, seeing how the how the costs. Will, will the running costs will go on over for the next 30 years. And also one of the things that actually developed there was called the uh, cost capability trade-off model, where let's say, for instance, you have a platform and you look at its through-life costs and it costs X. And let's say some organisation, scrutinisation organisation saying, well, the budget of it is Y, where Y is significantly less than X. But at X, you know that um, that platform can do the capability a, B and C, then what we're doing is saying, if we actually reduce A, B and C to meet that budget, you know, what type of, um, what type of platform will we turn out, will we, will we have? 
So it's it's a bit of optimization as well then. Um, well, with this tool, I mean, it was a, it was a mixture of uh, artificial neural network optimization, Monte Carlo simulation, all rolled into one to, to come up with a tool like that. So it's so much different types of mathematics. I mean, you've got statistics, you'll have stuff based on physical things, technology. Yeah, that's why I'm a, that's why I'm called a mathematical modeling co and consultant yeah. because I suppose this statistic goes back to what my dad said: you you never get whatever you, whatever you need to, to get get the job done, you use it. How do you work? Do you work in a team usually? I tend to be work as me, me one individual, but it's, again, it's like me interacting with the customer or interacting with the subject matter expert, showing them the model, how I'm building it up, testing the assumptions, looking at the solution. Sometimes there's an extreme problem, which uh, they need an extreme solution straight away. And it says, we've asked everybody else, we asked all the other experts, oh, now let's look at, let's do, take a mathematical approach. Naira, what can you do? And in those cases, it's the case of you've got to get the job done straight away. But like, a mathematical consultant, we, we can't come up with excuses, we come up with the solutions. Mm. What do you like about mathematical modeling? What do I like about mathematical modeling? Um, the, the challenge, you know, the, 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 the challenge, I mean, without the, without the challenge, mathematics isn't what it is. Thank you, Naira. And that's it for our first PLUS Careers podcast. To check out all of the careers library, visit the PLUS website at plus.maths.org careers. Thanks for listening and bye-bye. <laughs>